Hey, how you doing? It's Clayton here from howtodrawcomics.net and welcome to today's video. What we're going to be talking about is having patience with your art. Because let's face it, as comic book artists, a lot of what we create, it takes some time, especially if we want to cultivate some level of reaction and impact within our audience. So I'm going to give you a few tips that'll help you do that. Tip number one is to maintain momentum, but don't rush your artwork. So here's what the difference is between the two. When you're maintaining momentum, you're not being distracted by anything else. Your focus isn't being pulled in a multitude of different directions. You're not multitasking. You're focused on the one thing and you're moving forward without pausing, without stopping. Now, it doesn't really matter at what pace you're doing that, as long as your attention isn't broken. As I said, you wanna just keep moving forward without being distracted. Now, rushing, of course, is a little bit different to that. Rushing is, you're not really paying attention to the artwork. You're just going through the motions, trying to get it done as fast as you possibly can without really worrying about the quality of the art that you're putting out, without putting your best foot forward. So you don't want to rush it because what that's going to lead to is a less than satisfactory end result. It's not going to give you a good presentation and if you're not going to do your very best then there's really no point in attempting to do this at all because it means that you're disrespecting your artwork and we're going to talk a little bit more about that later on in this video but you want to avoid rushing your work because if you rush your work once more the end product is going to look less than appealing, which means you're not going to get clients, you're not going to be happy with your work because you know that you didn't put your all into it. And again, if you're not going to get either of those things, and there's really no point in doing it at all, you're not going to be enjoying the process. There's lots of other things out there that you could be doing that you're going to enjoy more. Now, the reason that you want to maintain momentum is because it allows you to be able to to see things through to the end without getting caught up in procrastination. When you're constantly moving forward and you're focused on the task at hand, you've really got no time to think about all the other things that you could be doing. You're thinking about, of course, the project. That's what's going through your mind, the thoughts associated with it. You know, what is the next step that you need to take? What method are you executing? What tactic are you implementing at any one point in time throughout the process? And you're way more engaged when you've got that momentum happening. And ideally, you want to be working at a pace which is a little faster than what you're able to keep up with inside your mind. So you're working faster than you are thinking, in other words. Because if you're not thinking, you're not procrastinating. You're not being distracted by other things, by thoughts that really lay outside the realm of what it is you're supposed to be doing right at this moment. That's what momentum is really great for, especially that level of momentum when you're working faster than you are thinking. 
you're able to stress less about what it is you're working on. You're not worrying so much about the outcome. You're very much right there in the process, just taking the actions you need to take in order to do the very best job that you can on this piece of art. So again, what I mean by momentum is simply working at a consistent pace, which is faster than that which you think. That's going to give you way more patience with your artwork because you won't be thinking about rushing it. You won't be thinking about trying to get it done. You won't really be thinking about the finishing line. Much rather, you'll be thinking about the the moment-to-moment undertaking of that work and just being a part of that journey, seeing it through to the end. Okay, so that's tip number one. Maintain momentum, but don't rush your work. Tip number two is to take it one step at a time. So when we think about the overall project, everything that we have to do all at once, well, quite frankly, that can be very, very overwhelming. And that is discouraging. That makes you want to step back a little bit and makes you almost scared or worried about beginning the project in the first place just because it's so huge it's so big it's so monumentous so avoid thinking about the overall thing that you have to do let's say for example that you're doing a comic book well let's break that down really what are the individual steps that you need to take in order to get that comic book done well you need to take it one page at a time obviously you're only going to be able to do that the last thing you want to do is work on multiple pages at a time because your focus is going to be massively split which is going to mess with your momentum which was the first tip that we went through so you want to focus on one page at a time which is much less intimidating than focusing on an entire comic book okay but let's break it down even further what does a comic book page consist of well, it consists of panels. So what if we were to focus on one individual panel at a time and just work on that? Think about nothing but that individual panel. Work on it, get through it until it's done, and then worry about the next panel until ultimately we've completed the page. And then we've completed all the pages within the comic book. We can call that comic book done. But again, we're breaking it down. We're small chunking it so that our mind can better manage the tasks that we are undertaking. We don't want to freak ourselves out. We don't want to become over-intimidated by what it is we've decided to take on. And that can very easily happen. Your ideas, your projects, they can spin out of control to the point where in the beginning it seems so fun and so exciting. And then all of a sudden the reality hits us of what it will mean to actually make that grand vision we have a reality. And of course, if you really do want to make it a reality, then you need to take a step back from that end, end point and think about the individual steps that you're going to have to take in order to make it happen and then just focus on those steps. Now, of course, in the back of my mind, in the back of your mind, you're going to want to have an overall understanding of what you're working toward. Absolutely. You will need to understand the purpose of those individual pages, of those individual panels. But just, again, as I said, break it down, compartmentalize the process just to make it easier for you 
as the artist when it comes to the nitty-gritty actually creating it and making that project happen actually making the comic book tip number three is to commit and to see it through so when you commit to your artwork when you commit to that big project that you're trying to undertake and you truly sacrifice yourself to it then you've got no other choice but to have the patience to get through it and I mean what I'm talking about here is real commitment in other words you're putting it as a top priority within your life okay now really think about what that means think about the gravity of how that would look if you were to put your comic book project at the top of your list of priorities how many hours a day would you spend on it what would you do instead what what would you take out of the picture in order to do that instead rather okay would you wake up earlier would you come back on your sleep say you've got a day job you got to go to that day job to put food on the table to feed your family if you're married and you have kids Okay, but that doesn't mean that you can't make that comic book project that you dreamt of doing happen. You can do it. It's just that you've got to find a way. And where there is a will, there is indeed a way. So maybe you wake up a few hours earlier. It, maybe you don't even have the time to wake up a few hours earlier. Maybe you just wake up one hour earlier. Maybe you knock off work, and when you get home from work, you get to work straight away on that comic book project for another hour before dinner, or maybe after dinner. You know, maybe it gets to 9 a.m. You work from 9 a.m. to 11, sorry, 9 p.m. in the evening. And then you work to 11 p.m. at night. You go to bed, you get your eight hours sleep, go to work the next day, right? Come home, do the same thing. And little by little, even though you're not working eight hours a day on your comic book project, at least you are making progress. And it's thanks to that commitment, to that dedication that you're able to do it. And you really have to hold yourself accountable here. One of the ways in which you can hold yourself accountable is by telling your friends, by telling your family, by telling those who you care about that this is your goal, this is your plan, that indeed you will make this comic book and they will see it, that you will give it to them once it's done. You'll print it off, you'll give them a copy and you'll sign it yourself. Like really think about how your dream is going to look once it manifests and burn it into your brain burn it into your brain so that you're able to truly have faith in what it is you're doing to know that if you keep moving forward if you keep making those sacrifices that in the end it's all going to be worthwhile now what else does it mean to commit to a project well it means maybe instead of going out on the weekends and hanging out with your friends you're going to take this weekend off and you're going to work on that project. You're going to get a full day of work done, maybe two full days of work done. You know, Yes, you're going to spend it with your family, but hopefully if you've got an understanding family, they're going to allow you that room to be able to work on your project. And hopefully your friends will do the same if you explain it to them. Not only that, but they're probably going to respect you. They're probably going to have your back. And they're going to help you to meet your goals in any way that they can. You know, it's really inspiring when you see someone else go for something that they believe in, go to make their dreams reality. Okay. 
So it's just about optimizing your time in the best possible way you can. You can dig up more time, believe it or not. There's an abundance of it. It may not seem that way, but we can find it if we just look, if we just put in the effort to sacrifice, you know, the things that we do during our leisure time, you know, video games and movies, etc., sleeping, and you do need your sleep, sure, but maybe you don't need as much sleep as you're getting, huh? So think about in your life, if you really are committed to what it is you're doing, how can you force yourself to find the time and then focus during that time on completing that project, taking it one step at a time, right? In tip number two, and then maintaining that momentum, tip number one so that you can keep on going, keep on pushing forward during that time you've allotted. Now, tip number four is to find purpose in what it is you're doing, purpose in your work. So why have you decided to create a comic book or whatever it is? You know, these tips that I'm giving you, this can apply to anything that you're setting out to do in your life. But because this is how to draw comics, we're going to stick to the context of creating a comic book. So why are you creating this comic book? Is it something that you simply need to do that you can't... If you live your entire life without creating your comic book, comic book, that's just unacceptable to you? Is that it? Is it to start your own comic book studio? Is it to tell your own stories? Is it to create some level of cultural impact on the world? You know, these are the things to really consider because they're the motivating factors that are going to help you to push forward on those days where you're just not feeling it, where you're just, <laughs> you'd rather be doing anything else but that comic book project because a year-long investment in creating a comic book, which isn't uncommon for an independent creator, is a massive endeavor to keep from coming up against burnout, to keep that motivation, that inspiration coming. It it takes a lot of human willpower. And that willpower, once again, is going to be tied directly to the purpose that you've associated with the comic book creating endeavor you've embarked upon. So what is the purpose? Why are you doing it? I can't answer that for you. Everybody has their own reason. It can be as simple as discovering yourself, seeing how far you can push your abilities if you're an artist, if you're a writer, seeing if you can simply do it, right? But find that purpose. And then once you've f found your overarching purpose, find the individual little motivators within that, okay? What else are you getting from embarking on this quest? Are you learning more than ever before? Are you developing yourself, right? Are you becoming more creative? You know, these are the wonderful things that we get as a byproduct of setting out on our journey. It's not just that end product at the end of the day. It's not just that finished comic book that we can revel in when all is said and done. It's everything we've gained along the way. It really is the hero's journey. Now, the last and final tip, tip number five, is respect your work. Now, this is a really important one. It's very easy to see within an artist's finished work, whether or not they respected it, whether or not they really pushed themselves 
to the edge, pushed themselves to the brink, and done the very, very best that they possibly could. The dangers of not respecting your work, and by that I just mean you don't really care, it's not important to you, maybe you're making a comic book because for some odd reason you think it's going to be a wonderful retirement fund for you one day, it's going to uh, make you a ton of money, um, or it's, you know, it again, sometimes for one reason or another, our hearts just isn't, they're not in it. And so we don't put our best foot forward. We half-ass our work. And the finished product speaks for itself. It, it really, really does. When you respect your work, however, what ends up happening is you become better and better and better because you're always pushing yourself a little bit further than you did last time on that last panel, on that last page. Again, bringing this back to the small chunking, breaking it down process that is going to help you undertake this project in a much more manageable way. When you respect your work, you're pushing yourself to the edge and so you're always growing. You're leaning over the edge, right? Imagine it, you're leaning over the edge of a cliff. And so little by little, Maybe a cliff isn't isn't really a good metaphor to use here, but, but little by little, you're going outside your comfort zone. Okay, you're trying things that you didn't try before. You're putting in more effort than you put in on the last panel, and you're constantly pushing yourself, right? And you know that when you look at every single page you've ever drawn, that you gave it your all, that it was the best that you could possibly do at the time. Now, you don't have to be perfect. You do not have to be perfect, but you do have to try to do your best every time. That's when you're respecting your work. When you disrespect your work, you'll notice that things start to slip away in the opposite direction, that you become a worse artist, that you lack the focus, you don't have the willpower to work because you know, you're looking at what it is you're doing, you're looking at what you're putting out, and it just doesn't look satisfactory to you, and you know that it's not your best. So why would you want to keep on pushing forward? Why would you want to even be involved in what it is you're doing anymore? There's no point to it, right? You're not you're not getting anything out of it. You're not. How could you be fulfilled with that? Okay, your skills are slipping away. You take longer to complete things, in fact, because your heart isn't in it, and so you're less motivated to work on it. It's the worst thing in the world. Always respect your art because it's something that. Not everybody can do. This is a skill that can be mastered, yes, but is very, very difficult to master. And so you must appreciate every single level of development that you're able to get to in this journey. Every single skill set that you acquire, you must use it and appreciate it. It's really, really important. Okay. Now, if you combine all of these tips together, then you're going to have much, much more patience with your artwork. You're going to be able to sit down for longer periods. You'll be able to get more work done. You'll be focused and more impressed with the output that you're able to accomplish when it comes to this stuff. All right, that's it. So just a quick recap on all the tips. Tip number one, maintain momentum, but don't rush your art. Tip number two, take it one step at a time. Tip number three, commit and see it through to the end, dedicate yourself. Number four, find purpose in your work. 
And number five, respect your work, most importantly. All right, that's it for today's video. If you'd like more comic art tips, tricks, and tutorials, be sure to visit www.howtodrawcomics.net. Over on the side, we've got a bunch of written tutorials, video tutorials. Heck, we've even got a podcast. When you're ready to take your comic art skill set to the next level, be sure to check out our course library, which has a range of different courses covering a bunch of topics by some of the well-versed, talented instructors that you'll ever come across. People like David Finch, Robert Marzullo, myself, Ed Foychuk, and many more. All right, that's it. Until next time, keep on creating, and I'll see you in the next video. Bye-bye.